Hello, hello and praise Jesus. My name is Emily Wanja and I'm super happy. This is another episode that the Lord has enabled us uh, to have and I am honored that you have joined us. So welcome, welcome, feel at home. This is the place to be. This is Growth in Christ podcast where we get to be more like Christ each and every day by learning more about him and of what he has done in our lives as well. So today, um, with this season, I'm, I'm tackling lessons learned from the Bible characters and today we'll be learning about Samson. Yes, I know he's a familiar mm, character in the Bible and uh, let's dig into his his life and learn a few things about him. So, shall we? Welcome. So, we start off with the book of Judges. Judges chapter, the, the story of Samson starts from uh, verse 13. Uh, chapter, sorry, chapter 13, and goes all the way to chapter 16. So three chapters describing about the life of Samson. So one lesson I learned from him is that God sent an angel, you know, to 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 the parents, to the mother, because uh, the angel spoke to the mother and um uh, in short, there was a purpose for his existence. And uh, the lesson is that even for me, even I as Emily and you as uh, whatever precious name you hold, there's a purpose as to why you were brought into this world. At that moment, Samson was brought into this world, or yes, into this world, so that he would rescue the Israelites from the Philistines. Because, because sorry, in verse chapter 13, verse 1, it says, And again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. And now it was time to deliver them now from the hands of the Philistines into victory. And God saw that he should use Samson with a unique, he gave him a unique, you know, strength and uh, ability and character as well. So one thing, you are in this world for a reason and for a purpose. Identify that purpose. And when you do that, you will live a prosperous life because you will be satisfied in fully accomplishing the purpose of God. So number two lesson I learned from this story of, of, uh, of Samson. Yes. So the instructions that were given to him, uh, to not to him, to his mother, you know, about uh, how he was to be brought up because he was, he was God's God's um servant, Amma, he was to be used greatly by God. So this tells me as well that I also, there's a way I am, I am supposed to be brought up. You know, those manuscripts and those instructions were given long time ago, even it's in the Bible, of how parents should bring up a child in a godly way. So there are those instructions that my parents were, were, were uh, are supposed to, to bring me up in a godly way. And these instructions, if I fail, if my parents, because I also become a parent in Jesus' name, if I raise my children in the ways of the Lord, they get to be used fully by God. So it is important to learn as a future parent or even as a parent at the moment, you need to learn those instructions. You need to learn those guidelines, you know, and you can only do that by asking God to reveal to you what should you do with your kids. 
you know who are they as a parent if you're listening to this who are your children you know as i said in the first first lesson everyone has a purpose and i always say that so right now that even before that child identifies the purpose and you are a parent you're supposed to seek the lord i am supposed to seek the lord even before i get them that i'm going to know who my children are because maybe god has purpose that my children will become ministers great ministers of the word ama my children will become doctors and you know transform the lives of people and uh, you know uh, collaborate with god with bringing healing to people and everything so there's so many things that god wants that our children to become but we need to find out even before we get there so the best thing i can do about it is to seek God and also ask God for wisdom to when I'll be raising my kids and even as you're raising your kids that you're going to know the right way the wisdom that is needed and required for you to raise your kids in a godly way so that they can fully accomplish their purpose and the will of God upon their lives so lesson number 3 i learn about samson is that when god came to the samson's samson's mother <laughs> what have i just said to samson's what okay sawa to the mother of samson let me just use <laughs> to the mother of samson there's something that god tells her and uh, she's one thing she's afraid because she's like okay uh who are you and uh, why are you telling me all this and remember the mother to samson was barren you know she would not have kids so after he gave the angel came to give her instructions she went and told the husband and told him hey there's a man who came to me and he told me some amazing things and the husband was like mm okay if he came he needs to come back again and confirm whatever he's saying if it will come true he needs to come and so this this is what uh this is the point i want to drive at another lesson i learned is that You know when God says something concerning your life, you know, and maybe he speaks it to someone else. Be sure if it is God, he's going to confirm in his word and he's going to confirm in another way. So whoever or whenever someone comes to bring you something, you know, a message about your life, am I about your children, am I about what you you are supposed to become in life, note that every time God sends a message, there has to be a confirmation you know and when you ask god to confirm it he will not deny you imagine he will not because there's a prayer that the father to samson made he said uh let me look for it yeah uh, chapter 13 verse 8 it says then manoah prayed to the lord lord i beg you let the man of god you sent to us come again to teach us how to bring up this boy who is to be born so this is now the second time is like okay the first time the the angel spoke to the woman and now the husband is like okay we need a confirmation and also we need how you know the the wisdom and the instructions that we need to know about how to raise this child so The number lesson number 3 is that God always confirms his word ama his promises or his prophecy to you. So look for that. Don't just go believing anyone and everyone who comes and tells you blah 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 God has said this confirm fast because also the the enemy even the devil himself speaks you know and when you do not confirm you find that sometimes we fall into the traps of the enemy and we end up doing 
something that is totally different from what God wanted us to do. So always learn that. So lesson number four, lesson number four that I've learned about, you know, from the birth into the life of Samson is that, so when, when Manoah, uh, who is the father now, the father to Samson, when he asked God of that, the angel came actually. So God hears, he answers us. And the angel came for the second time. And when the angel came for the second time, there's something that Manoah said, yeah? Uh, chapter 13, verse 12. So Manoah asked of him, when your words are fulfilled, what is to be the rule for the body's, uh, for the boy's life and work? Yes. So there's this trusting in the Lord and having faith that he has sent a message. The confirmation has come, the trust, you know, when God says that five years from now, you will become, uh, you become great in terms of speaking God's word. Am I in terms of, you will be in another level, you know, do you trust him? Am I, you're like, you know what, God, (laughs) I don't believe you because I am so inferior and I don't think I can do this, you know, but there's that, there's that trust that you believe if God has spoken, then it will happen. So those words that Manoah used actually uh, are also getting me because he said, when, when your word is fulfilled, he does not say, uh, probably if your word, if your word, not just sometimes we use if so much, like if your word is fulfilled, God, you know, uh, we can do this and that. If God, you, you truly say that I'll become a millionaire, um, then I would do this and this, you know, we need to start saying when, because already the promise is there. So when God, you do this, God, when you give me that child, God, when you, you give me that financial breakthrough, God, when you bring me this man, you know, the man that I've been waiting for, God, when you give me a breakthrough in my business, God, if you open doors for me in my ministry, not if I've just used if, oops, God, when you open a door in this ministry, you know, so let's, let's not make that mistake I've just made. So we need to understand that God's promises are yes and amen. And we need to always adhere to them. So lesson number five. Yes. If you're following, yes, we are on lesson number five about the life of Samson. So another thing that I learned about him is that. When now the, the the story has been told and the promises have been given, it comes true actually. And uh, there's something else that has caught my eye. Ah. 24, 13 verse 24, it says, The woman gave birth to a boy and named him Samson. He grew and the Lord blessed him. And the spirit of the Lord began to stir him up while he was still in Mahania, Dan, and between Zora and Eshtor. I hope I said it right. Wow. Wow. You know, like when now he was born, Yes, this was the promised child that God is going to use in a mighty way. There's that secret of his hair, you know. And oh my God, I just pray that my kids will have nice hair. But but what I'm trying to say is there's something that after the birth, you know, he's growing up. There's something that came in that the spirit of the Lord began to stir him up. Even before his mission, the spirit of the Lord started to stir him up. So, as I say that you have a purpose, the direction that God wants you to take, there has been a stirring. And my question is, have you 
been have you even noticed the stirring up because like for someone like me let me just use an example uh when i was using or uh, when i was doing you know uh, i'm a voice of hope that's why i believe i love speaking and uh, yes this is me and so when uh, when i even before i started the podcasting there was that star in me to be a speaker you know i would always be like i just need a platform you know where i can speak to people go about god's word as i'm as much as i'm growing and everything i don't know everything but you know the little things that i learn i love to share it with people i would love to give hope to people and everything and so i remember there are days i would be seated on the sofa actually i'm sitting on right now and i would be speaking to the air with no one listening or there actually and i would be like so you know god does this and when god and i would speak even for like 20 minutes imagine because there's that stirring up that was there at the moment i did not exactly understand what it was but it was god stirring up and preparing me to become all that he had purposed for me and if you trust and ask god you know there's a prayer that i was taught to always make that god let your will be done in my life you know lead me to the direction of uh, of what i'm supposed to become in life and when you make that prayer you find that god is going to lead you god is going to enable you even after you you you've made or you've gone away or astray there's still a way god is going to pull you back because we learn that from from samson let's go now to lesson number six and learn about that so lesson uh number six sorry uh samson i want to say samson samson has um has become now old and now the manifestation of what god had promised have started to be uh to come to life and uh, there's something here that says chapter 14 now verse um verse 4 uh, his parents did not know that this was from the Lord who was seeking an occasion to confront the Philistines for the, the time they were ruling for at the time they were still ru- ruling over Israel. So this is something that he came, uh, Samson came to his parents and he was like, ah, there's a woman I've seen and I want to marry her. And the parents were like, no, that's a Philistine woman. Why don't you look for a woman from within? But, you know, it, I'm using the NIV, the quotes, but their parents did not know so sometimes the things that you find yourself doing you know sometimes in life i'm not i'm not trying to justify every wrong thing you're doing please please if you're doing evil stop yeah stop but get this point sometimes we find ourselves doing something even even paul said you know that which i'm supposed to do i am not doing but that which i am not supposed to do that is why where i find myself doing am i it's like i'm even enjoying whatever i'm doing that is wrong so there are some instances in your life that god puts you in so that he can accomplish a purpose but at the moment you know you you will sometimes even feel and everyone around you will be like why are you taking that that direction why are you doing that you know so if you do not understand that probably yes i have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god so i need to ask why have i done this you know so to every let me not use the word sin hmm. to every weakness weakness is the right word to every weakness there is a purpose after it you know there's a purpose after it because you find out that here god was using an opportunity to get to the philistines and he had to use this way 
you know so there is that way that you have to go through maybe at the moment you're going through a very difficult situation and you are like god why am i going through this pain maybe it's pain maybe it's frustration maybe it's depression and probably god is using that platform so that you can get to be this woman of god this man of god who is going to preach to the nation and speak to them about you know finding freedom in christ because maybe there's something that is holding you back we also know about the life of paul paul did not love christians at all he used to be against them he would even kill them you know and afterwards god used him to become a great apostle you know so the position that you are at maybe even the environment that you found yourself in maybe because of your family you know where you've been brought up you are like god why am i in this place maybe your parents are drunkards or maybe you they fight all the time or you're just going through hell at the moment in your life i just want to encourage you and tell you this that god knows it all God is aware and he's going to change and turn and transform that pain into something great. Learn this from the story of Joseph. The enemy turned uh, uh, the enemy purposed for evil but God turned it it for good. You know, he just had to turn everything for good. So the enemy at the moment in your life probably has placed a weakness or a thorn in you and he's like I've gotten to this person. But understand that if you continue trusting God and make sure you don't fall away from his will, you do not go away from him. If you consistently seek God's guidance, you will find out that that weakness, that thorn, that situation, that pain God is going to transform it into something great that will benefit the whole world that will transform the lives of people. I always say God uses one person to transform a thousand. So he might take you through a bad situation so that you can speak to a 1 million women, you know, a million women who are going through the same thing. But because God took you through it and now you overcame it, you're going to find that you will easily speak to these people. You cannot go to speaker to encourage a cancer patient and you've never had cancer. What are you going to tell that person? Do you know the kind of pain that person is going through? So even the person will be like, have you ever had cancer? No. Ah, uh, then what, what, what are you doing here? What, what have you come to tell me? You know, so it is important. Let's trust God through the process that he's taking us. It might be painful. Ask God for grace. It might be hard and dark. Ask God, God, why are you taking me through this? What lesson do you want me to learn in this? And when you do that, you find that you will walk in the right way and your life will be transformed actually so are uh, we in lesson number actually <laughs> lesson number 7 i believe lesson number 7 so that we can now wind up because of even time so another thing after um, samson had done all the revenging and everything i'm not going to go deeper into it kindly also read through and also you can share other lessons you've learned through your uh, our facebook page that is growth in christ podcast and also through instagram that is still growth in christ podcast and even you can comment as well on spotify and also there's another one breaker yes those are the two platforms i know uh, that you can comment and i will also throw in a question so you can also comment on anchor Yeah there there's there's a place for commenting uh answering a question yes not commenting but answering a question and through that you will be commenting and the next time we meet 
I'll be sure to share it with the people about your comments. So number seven, another very important thing that I learned from him. So we are now in chapter 16. And now this comes now that he has gone through all the revenge in the first place after the first wife and everything. So now she, he meets Delilah. De yes, he meets Delilah. And there's, you know, some transaction that goes in there. I'm interested in verse 20. 1620. Then she called, Samson, Samson, are the Philistines upon you? He woke up from his sleep and thought, I'll go out as before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. So, we as Christians, sometimes we take it for granted what God has done for us and through us and to us. And uh, we often forget that, you know, the Spirit of God sometimes gets mad at us and um, he lives actually if we continue to be reckless in our lives. And so it is very important that in whatever thing that you're doing, always confirm, are you still with the Spirit of God? Is, is he still in you? You know, is God still with you? Ama, you moved away and you went and you went 20 kilometers and you left him at one kilometer. Now you are at 19 kilometers. So it is very important. Whatever thing we are doing, you know, whatever, whatever action we are taking in our lives, let us always uphold and treasure the presence of God. Because my dear sister, my dear brother, if you do not have the presence of God, ooh, trouble, trouble. How will you live? You know, how are you going to, to sustain yourself, you know? And I'm saying this from experience, you know, as, as young as I am, I've experienced that. You find that probably I've not prayed uh, for like a week, totally. Okay, the deep you know, the deep connection because I pray, but there are times maybe I'm not fully connected with God. And um, you find it's hard. It's hard even to speak. I'm a worshiper. And by the grace of God, I, I lead people in worship in church and everything. And the moment Aki, I'm not in fellowship with God, oh my goodness, it's hard. It's so hard to to lead people into worship. It's so hard because you cannot give what you don't have. I also speak by the grace of God. I'm also a TV host of a morning show uh, that's called Nuru Ya Asuboy. That's in Swahili. Uh, the I think it's done in in English translation. Is it done? <laughs> done off <laughs> the morning dawn or something like that. Yes. So. You find that if I'm I'm not close to God, I'm a, when my my I have not fully you know appreciated, I'm a, I'm not in close connection or intimate connection with God. You find I'll even struggle with my words, totally. I will struggle, and that is why I'm saying it is very important to have the Spirit because the Spirit of God gives us what to say. He directs our lives. He helps us to know what to say and when to say it. You know, before I started this recording, yes, before I pressed the record, I had to pray and told God, God, please just take over and help me. Whatever I'm going to say, let it come from you, you know, and God has been faithful because I am, I've spoken for 23 minutes, ooh, 23 minutes and 28 seconds. And this is all God. This is totally all God. So what I'm trying to say is, please, let's not forget 
that the Holy Spirit, yes, he's been given to us, but we need to ensure that we make him comfortable, you know, to be in us. You know, being comfortable is regularly speaking to him. You know, there's a book that I've not read it, but I, I promise myself I'm going to read it called um, Good Morning Holy Spirit. Yes. So that fellowship with the Holy Spirit and, uh, you know, trying to know what he's up to for the day because he has been sent by God to help us. He is our counselor. He is our helper and everything. So it is very important that we have the Holy Spirit always leading us and helping us. So on the last one, number eight. Yes, lesson number eight. So this is about the second chances that God gives us. Yes, you've fallen short of the glory of God. You even forgot and you left your calling. You know, God had called you to this and you left. And um, there's a there's a second chance that God gives. If you pray, you know, and if you turn your ways and come back to him, he's, he will give you a second chance. And that I find in chapter chapter 16 and verse, um, hmm, verse what? Verse 28. Then Samson prayed to the Lord. O sovereign Lord, remember me, O God. Please strengthen me just one more and let me. And let me with one blow get revenge on the Philistines for my two eyes. Then Samson reached to the, towards the two central pillars of which the temple stood, bracing himself against them, the right hand and the one, um, and the one on the left, and said, let me die. Uh, there's something that I'm... Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I, it's not bringing it, but there is God. The Spirit of God came upon him, and he... He, you know, he pushed those pillars and he was able to kill. So thus he killed many more when he died than he even lived. Wow. Okay. So lesson number eight is that God is a God of second chances. If you lost your way and uh, you do not know where to go or you're like, God, you know, I need you. I need you to please give me another chance. He's able and he's willing. You know, it's up to you now to pray to him. Samson prayed. If he had not prayed, nothing would have happened actually. You know, he would be embarrassed and entertain the people and uh, his life would have continued to be miserable. But he prayed to God and asked God, please give me another chance to to speak and uh, to revenge upon these Philistines. So as much as you've fallen short of the glory of God, as much as you feel uh, God cannot forgive you, you know, the word of God says that even if your sins as as red as scarlet, I will wash you and make you as white as snow. So you still have a second chance. You still have a second chance. The only thing that you need to do is ask God, you know, to forgive you and strengthen you and straighten you up <laughs> so that you can go back to the right ways. And also there's something very important that I want also to tell you. Yesterday, um, when I was still at work, um, there's a prayer we, we have uh, during the lunch hour. And um, I had a question, you know, as I told you earlier, sometimes when I'm not in fellowship, in an intimate relationship with God, I, I always feel empty and I cannot fully deliver. And so I found myself that even in leading worship was difficult. So I felt as if God had taken away that gift from me and God used the man of God, you know, at Mizpah. I work at Mizpah House of Prayer at Mizpah TV and uh, 
During that prayer session, God used the man of God who was leading prayers to speak to me actually. And I just prayed when I went in and I just told God, God, please, I keep, please return my gift. Please return my gift of leading worship and everything. And uh, God answered actually. And he said that the gift of God, when, when God gives you a gift, he does not take it away from you. You know, God, you are the one who neglects it, but the gift is still there. So what you need to do is that you just need to repent of God and ask for grace to maintain and activate. You know, this the gift is still there, but you know the way you can have an account in a bank and uh, you find that because you've not used it for a long time, it's now dormant. I've experienced that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the account is still there, but it does not, it's not used, so it's dormant. So what do you need to do? You need to activate that account so that you can continue using it. So it's the same. So that gifting that God gave you, that calling that God gave, gave you, sorry, you need to activate it. You only need to activate it. When, when you do, and you activate it in prayer, and when you do that, you find out that God uses you in a mighty way and you become a great, great person in this generation transforming lives into becoming great people as well. So that is what God had for you today through me. And I am so honored that you've joined me up to now. It's a whole almost 30 minutes. And uh, thank you so much for listening. May God bless you. Ensure that you keep it growth in Christ because this is where we, we get to grow and become more like Christ. So please, please subscribe on Spotify and also on all the social media. Follow, follow Growth in Christ podcast. And when you do that, you become a blessing to this ministry. I just call it a ministry because it will become a ministry one day. Amen. 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 So yes, I've been Emily Wanja and this is Growth in Christ podcast and always remember that i am growing you know i believe that you're also growing so people 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 let's grow together in this god bless you and i love you